Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Paula with another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat. We have an awesome guest this morning, but you know how we do it. We're going to um, shout out our coffee of the week. And because it's fall, y'all, the coffee of the week is a campfire s'mores latte. So make sure you grab one. Our guest this morning is Kimberly Green. Green, I'm sorry. Kim is from Shreveport, Louisiana. Home girl. She's an Air Force military veteran. She coached basketball for 15 years and she coached at all levels, men and women. She started many basketball organizations and programs, and she even had her own minor league professional men's basketball team. She has received the Louisiana Living Legend Award, the Military Basketball Hall of Fame recipient, tournament MVP award named after her, and she absolutely loves sports, family, and decor. She's an author, and she has several businesses. We'll name a few. Buckets You Apparel, K. Nicole Home, Bling with K. Nicole, and Scrubbed in Royalty. Well, Nicole, Kim, welcome to Coffee Chit Chat. We are so happy you took time out of your busy day to chat with us. How are you feeling? <laughs> feeling awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I see you do your promos and I see you do your show all the time. So I'm honored to be a guest on. Aww. So thank you so much. Oh, you are absolutely welcome. Um, now, do you drink coffee? Do you have a favorite coffee? Um, I think um, I'm kind of like a kind of like a latte girl, but okay. I love like your caramel macchiato, your right. mocha latte, things like that. Yes. Okay, that's me. I don't drink like real real coffee. I drink the food food. That's what we call it. <laughs> okay, now, Kim. Growing up, when we were growing up, you remember when we were growing up, and you're from the same place. Um, our grandparents always had their coffee every morning. Every morning, so they did. Up, you saw them put that coffee on. It, 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 it was they would boil it in a pile of your uh, parents and grandparents, but they would have a pile of water, and that's the way they made their coffee. Yes. Mm-hmm. Folgers, yes. right? Yes. And so, yeah, I've never been a coffee drinker, but sometimes I'd ask my grandmother for some. Sometimes just to you know, like have a connection, like oh. You drink your coffee, and I get some. <laughs> oh, they leave that little bit of a uh, little swallow in the cup. Oh yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Kim, I see that you are all about basketball. I love basketball as well. Played in high school, but what age did you start uh, playing basketball? When did you know that you wanted to play basketball? I started playing basketball in third grade. Okay. So that's probably about what seven, eight years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So about about second, third grade, that's when I actually started started playing. Mm-hmm. So you were like, was it like the recreational leagues, the, the club teams? Is that what that was? At the at the time for a couple of years it was kind of like a recreational uh league, but by the time I hit fifth. Sixth grade, that's when I started tapping into the AAUs and things of that nature. So, yeah. So, um, by that time, I was kind of taking off, you know. So, yeah. Normally, I was a shooting guard, two guard. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I could play play one through three, really. So. Okay. That is awesome. (laughs) So, you you were a little bitty something when you started playing uh, basketball. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you have some very impressive accolades. And let's talk about this um, Louisiana Living Legend Award. What, what was that about? Um, that was, I will actually say that was probably one of the most, I think, the most honorable um, times that I was recognized because of who I was amongst. Mm-hmm. I was the youngest person that was honored mm-hmm. and I was the only female. So when you're sitting next to Wilbur Ellis, a Hall of Famer from Louisiana, Gramlin, you're sitting next to the Gramlin, um, the previous Gramlin president, he has like 15 or 20 Wendy's and all these different businesses and mm-hmm. someone else um, that was there they were a big financial bank person that like was very big in the state of Louisiana it was very honorable for me because I'm like wow you know but the funny thing was they were in awe of me so even though they Wilbur Ellis baseball hall of fame you know there was the Mm -hmm. NFL Super Bowl legend that was there um had won Super Bowls played in the NFL they were just in awe of the fact of what I had done so I was very humbled and it was almost it was almost like a dream. Like I couldn't believe that we were all sitting on the same row and I was in the company of such high honor, you know. So um but yeah, it was done in the community and they reached out and they honored us all on a Sunday and we went there and it, it was it was beautiful. And especially you said you were the only um female so yeah. that is just that's awesome because you know we need to be represented okay yes <laughs> so that was great that was great so evidently you did something special that someone saw in you to uh recognize you for that type of award mm-hmm. so that congratulations that's just so awesome and let's thank talk you. about thank you, you. Owning, oh you're welcome let's talk about you owning a minor league basketball team what kind of inspired you to um to start the team well, when I was um, when I was in the military, um, I actually had started a couple programs in the military. Mm-hmm. When I got stationed in Nebraska, there was nothing in Nebraska. Like I cried. I was like, "How do you send me to Nebraska at all places? Do y'all even have stores?" <laughs> oh wow! No, I have never been to to the Midwest. You know, mm-hmm. and so I got up there, and I knew how much it meant you know, for me to play um, while I was at my different duty stations and how it builds a family away from home being a part of the team. And so when I got there, they didn't have a program. So I started the program there. And I want to say into this day, 11, 12 years later, it's still running. So um, yeah, so that was pretty big to give people an outlet because again, all you have is snow. You have a few <laughs> things to do. Actually, it was actually a pretty good duty station. Um, but being able to travel and create those relationships that last forever was mm-hmm. very important. You know, so since I had already done it, then once I got to the minor league side, I started coaching um with a god brother of mine he's also from louisiana you know we build build different you know so he had a team (laughs) and he actually had a league and the cool part about it was you know we were trying to expand the league and so um i actually ended up 
taken over one of the teams and started coaching there. And I did very well. And people enjoyed playing for me. And um, probably about a year or so later, I said, well, you know, I can actually do this myself. Like, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what league I'm in, I can create something and that people will want to be a part of because I'm big on culture. I'm big on family. I'm mm-hmm. big on, you know, I'm not going to switch people in and out because I'm big on relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had people that already, you know, wanted to play for me. And it was pretty much like, hey, if we don't have, you know, these other outlets, then we can, you know, start it ourselves. And so that's what I did and just went from there. <laughs> and it went, oh, wow. So how long did you have your, your team? I had my team, I want to say four to five years. It was four to five years. So that's awesome. That's um, great. And I'm actually, but the guys that actually played for me, they played for me for probably about six years. Okay. Okay. And these were all men that you were coaching. Yes. Go coach Kate. She said, I can do it. I can can coach you guys too. Awesome. So you did play basketball in the Air Force. Yes. Okay. That was my next um, question. Mm -hmm. It just kind of like let us in there. And then from there, you decided that, hey, maybe I should just start my own league. (laughs) And, and you know, and you know, the funny thing was um, I had started the team in Nebraska And there was a guy who played for me in Nebraska and he was helping out with the women's semi-pro team. He said, Coach K, he was like, you should come over and just see if they need some help. They're getting started. I think you'd be perfect for it. So actually in Nebraska, that was my first dabble in kind of like the semi-pro minor league level. Mm -hmm. So once I went to that um, practice, Again, got with the um, organization, started coaching them and developed those relationships, you know. So that was my initial. My initial uh, minor league professional was women, you know, but there wasn't a big there wasn't a big thing um, really for it at the time when it was time for the men. And since I already had the following of the guys, it was just easier just to transition um, at that time. So. okay. That's that is just great. So what would you tell a young person about following their dreams um, and their respective sports, whether it's basketball or track or football? Just, you know, what would you tell um, a young person about following those dreams? I would say when it comes to following your dreams, especially in sports, there's going to be adversity, you know, and I think a lot of times some of the hardest battles are given to the strongest people, you know, and we wonder why, like, wow, why does my road have to be so hard? Or why do I have to break down so many barriers? And this person had it so easy, mm-hmm. but the reward on the other side is so much sweeter. You know what I mean? And oh. then just, just being able to persevere. Don't let anyone talk you out of it because there's going to be some people that, Oh, that's too hard. Or why you do that? Or, you know, you're not starting. So why are you practicing so hard? But you don't understand that when that door opens, you got to be ready. Mm-hmm. And when that door opens and then you're able to show what you can do and you're able to shine, then all that hard work is going to pay off, you know? And so mm-hmm. I would just say, stay the course, be encouraged, set goals for yourself and don't listen 
if people aren't encouraging you, then don't listen to them. Get some people around you that see what you can do or know your potential, and they're going to help you get there and help encourage you. Yeah, I, I love that. How you say it, you know, don't listen to the negative, only the positive, because it is adversity. And I just love mm-hmm. how you put that. I talked to a professional uh, basketball player a couple of interviews ago. Um, he's going to be on the uh, podcast this season. And he said that a lot of young people think it's just a straight line. He mm-hmm. said, but it's up and down. You know, you have to just kind of wait, wait the course. And like he said, when it's your time, then you need to be ready. Right. And you know, the thing um, that a lot of people deal with, and I'll just touch on that. And I know Mm -hmm. that it also plays into that motivation. A lot of times you're looking for your your circle or the closest people to you to be the ones that are at the games or rooting for you. And you know, Mm -hmm. that might not happen. It might be a stranger that you barely even know that you just met that's going to be actually stuck with you more and so don't get discouraged by the people that you're expecting the support from or expecting to work out with you and they don't want to. No, embrace the new person that God sends. And he says, you know what? This is a divine appointment. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times that would happen to me too. If I had certain people that I'm like expecting them to be right there with me, sometimes mm-hmm. that's not how it works. And they say everybody can't go. So you may want them to go, but maybe where you're supposed to be going, they're not coming with you. So Mm. you can't let that get you down because I know a lot of people do when you listen to athletes and they say, this person never came to any of my games or that person never came to any of my games. And it does bother Mm-hmm. But you have to see the people who are supporting and just understand that it's okay, you know? Yeah, because maybe there's somebody else that's there to encourage you, not that one that you thought was going to be there. But right. God, as the old people say, you always, always have a ram in the bush. <laughs> exactly. There's somebody there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's the closest people, it's sometimes it's the closest people to us that, they think we're strong. And so mm-hmm. they're like, oh, they're fine. They don't need me there. They're not, they're going to do fine anyway. But they don't understand. Like, no, they still need that support. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. I would just say push in and uh, find you a good circle that can support you and help you with your goals. Okay. So y'all hear that chit chatters out there? Keep pushing. Keep striving. <laughs> And Miss Kim, you have because um, of, of course you're a bling boss. She's on yes. the best, she's on the best team in the paparazzi world. Yes, yes. And then you do decor. I think you do like some scrubs type business. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about that. How do you kind of like um, put them all together to make them kind of fit? Or <laughs> you know, I'm in the I'm in the position right now where. I'm streamlining a lot of things, Um, Mm -hmm. finding what works, what doesn't work, how to make sure time management is good, staying consistent, which is really big, Mm -hmm. Um, and just making sure that I spend time on each one, you know, and Mm -hmm. I feel like the more I streamline and the more I stay consistent and more I set schedules, then I'm able to actually give time and still be successful in each one of course you're still learning and especially with candles candles you're learning all the time because you're you know trying to find what works and what's the best um kind of combination 
But at the same time, I think the streamlining process has really helped me in that area. Okay, they they look very pretty. I said I was going to go to your website one day. I'm here, there, everywhere, all the time because <laughs> both of my young men play college sports. So I know. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you, thank you. And and um, actually, the uh, the one that's at Marquette, he uh, and one of his team uh, mates, they were actually uh, on the podcast, and that's what they were saying is that you have to just keep pushing. You cannot stop. And I, the next question was going to be, even when you feel like you want to quit or you want to give up, what do you tell that um, person? Because a lot of high school, a lot of parents are listening to the podcast. And I know they kind of like want to know how can they encourage their um, their student athletes? <laughs> I am. I'm an encourager. I think that's like kind of in my nature. So um, I definitely um, would say. One thing I did for these high school girls, um, Mm -hmm. I had them put affirmations and things that they thought about themselves around their room. So Mm -hmm. I gave them sticky notes and I said, I want all positive. What do you see positive about yourself? And what are some goals that you want to achieve? And I had them put them in their room. So every day, no matter what type of day they had, they go in their room and they see I'm strong, I'm beautiful, I'm smart, you know what I mean? And say those things every day, because again, you can get very discouraged, you know? And then I go back to circle in high school, college or circle is very important. So you need some other people in your circle that when you get down, they're like, "Uh, uh-uh, we still got to run this extra mile or no, we got to go to the weight room or no, why are you going to that party? When we got a game in two days, you don't need to be at the party. You need to be getting rest. And hey, let's just go play the game for a little bit. And let's stay inside this time. You know, you need other people around you. So as far as encouraging, I think the affirmations are very big. I would say don't get complacent with their greatness. Because like I said, a lot of times, oh, they're good. Or they don't need that. I don't need to be there. But you don't understand that. The words that you're pouring into them helps them continue that. So don't ever get complacent just because your son or your daughter is so great that you don't think they need those positive words or they don't need that applause or they don't need that, you know, hug after the game. I'm so proud of you. It, you never get complacent in that, you know? So that's what I'm saying. I love it. Love it. So y'all heard it from Coach K. You hear parents, students. Never get complacent. Affirmations are very important. I really believe that because I do them all the time myself. And I send them to my students, my my young men, every day. You know, so I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Coach K, do you ever think you're a coach again? (laughs) No. Uh (laughs) Um, You know what's funny? I I had retired from the leagues and then they con well, I don't want to say con, but they taught me into doing the summer runs. And the summer runs were when a lot of pros come home from overseas and then they're able to get runs in so they can get ready to go back overseas. And then of mm-hmm. course you still got your good guys that are locally that play college and stuff like that. So they talked me into still doing some of the summer runs, but I feel 
like I have poured so much of myself for so many years that I finally got to check off some goals on my own sheet of paper Mm -hmm. when I stopped coaching. You know what I mean? Because you put off so much, you know what I mean? You put off so much for, I mean, we were traveling, you know? So I'll kind of give you a glimpse of my, of my year for probably at least 10, probably at least 10 years. The military side would start maybe around September. Mm -hmm. It would run through sometimes April, May. Well, the semi-pro side, depending on what league I was in, is starting around March. And it's running through August, July, Mm -hmm. August. So I would have maybe like three weeks to kind of just chill. And then I'm right back to the grind. And then that's not including the travel, the tournaments and everything else. So now that I stopped, I'm starting to see my goal is get checked off and I'm able to do more for me. So I just don't think that I want to necessarily coach a league. There may be something special that comes mm-hmm. available where they say, hey, it's a tournament. Will you coach for a weekend? Then maybe. Mm-hmm. But I just okay. can't see myself doing it, um, you know, six months out of the year for a league again. Yeah, because you need that self-care as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my guys, and then my guys too, a lot of them have gotten older and mm-hmm. they have families and stuff now. Okay. So what we had, I don't know if I want to do it over. I, I mm-hmm. think I'm happy with watching them get married and they got their degrees and they had children mm-hmm. and just seeing their progression to where I don't really know if I want to start with a whole new set or just right. leave it. I- Right, man. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. most of your people are, are at that point where they're retired as well. So you kind of like, yeah. Yeah. And, and you report into a lot of players, I mean, military and outside. So that's awesome. Civilian, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, the game, the game has changed a little bit, you know, kind of like how you see, I don't know if you watch Dion right now, and I'm old school. It's not, it's, you know, it's not like that really anymore. You know, the game mm-hmm. is a little bit different. So I have to make sure that if I'm not enjoying it, then I don't want to do it. You know, like, yeah. I don't want to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. And I figured that over the years, it has changed. Probably yeah, from when you first started. Mm-hmm. It's major. It's very different. And I still love it. You know what I mean? I still love it. I still watch it. I was at the Final Four Women's last year. You know what I mean? <laughs> But like I said, it it um again, culture is big and mm-hmm. building a culture and having a family, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so I think that I think that's important. And so I don't like I said, I don't know. I would have to see. <laughs> okay, that's awesome though. And it, and what you're doing is just just great. So how can our chit chatters follow you? And not only with just the um but all of your business businesses, how can they follow you? Like, what are your social media platforms? So on social media, also so on social media, my uh, personal is Coach K, the number four life. It's Coach K for life. Um, my sports apparel is Buckets You Apparel. That's on Instagram. And my K Nicole home, K Nicole with the H H O L E. 
is on Instagram as well. And then on Facebook, the Scrubbed in Royalty, that's on Facebook. And then the Kimberly Nicole is Facebook as well. Okay. And then you just send me all of that when we get off here. Mm-hmm. And I'll put it, I'll put it in my uh, Coffee Chit Chat Facebook group. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> Can follow you. Um, and then um, we'll also put it in the actual um, transcript for the Okay. So everybody can follow you and get some of those. I'm sure the candles smell awesome. <laughs> oh, it's my good. I've been, like I said, I've been streamlining and working on them, finding the right wax and everything like that. And yeah, just been doing my best to to get it to where um, everything looks good. And now I'm building partnerships with realtors and okay. they get me to do their events and personalize their labels and so their closing gifts or their events and then I've also done some bridal showers as well so yeah so it went from just selling the candles and now it seems like it's going to be like some type of like personalized partnerships where I make the Mm -hmm. one lady I work uh work with in Texas I want to say one time she ordered, I want to say 60, 60 to 70 candles for her oh, event. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's great. And especially working with those realtors, that, that is excellent. You mm-hmm. just count the last for them to give to their clients once they sell a home. So yes, I put, their, mm-hmm. I put their information, I put their information on it. If it's mm-hmm. a closing gift, I could put the person's name, the home buyer's name. Um, or sometimes I may just put their photo with their logo and then their information so therefore they can give it out and so maybe somebody will purchase from them or have the information but it goes a long way because if someone else comes to the office or someone else comes to that person's house and they say oh you know her she's a realtor oh I need a realtor so Mm -hmm. instead of it just being on a piece of paper or I bought you a bottle of wine. Well, the wine's not going to have the realtor's name on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the candles having that label on there, no matter where it's at, anyone can see it. So yeah, it's been pretty good. Great partnership. That's great. Great, good, good, great yeah, business. Awesome. <laughs> I know, man. It's been it's been pretty good. So hopefully that'll just help. Me. And we appreciate you taking time from all of that stuff that you do to chat with us on Coffee Chit Chat. Um, And our quote of the week is, if you do not believe yourself, no one else will. And that is by Cheryl Swoops. Guys, make sure you join us next week for another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat.